It's time for Rescuers, the show about people who change and save lives. Now, here's your host, Art Brooks. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Rescuers Radio Show. Please go to uh, rescuersradioshow.org, and you'll find all the shows that have been done since May of 2020, and um, right up to date. And there's also a part where you can uh, donate or become a partner with Rescuers Radio Show. That would be greatly um, received and with blessings. I have, I'm so fortunate to have this guest today. Uh, Bernadette Coggins is program director of the Tempe Coalition to Reduce Underage Drinking and Drug Use. Hi, Bernadette. Hi, Art. How are you? It's good to see you. Great. It's good to finally meet you in person. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> right before Christmas, too. Yeah, there we go. So um, before we get uh, too much into what the business side of what you're doing, let, let's uh, allow our audience to get to know you personally. Uh, let's begin with your sharing your personal backstory. Uh, how did you get to this point in your life? Okay, great, great. Um, I have deep roots in the Valley. I grew up and raised my family. Um, I care passionately about the quality of life for our youth. Um, I've been involved in education for over two decades and served eight years on a local school board, which is definitely, I always say, you earn your wings there for <laughs> sure. Um, and it's been an honor and a personal duty for me to give back to my community. And my mission has remained consistent to support those less fortunate, give back when I can, and advocate and educate the community on important topics. Um, I have three boys and uh, two that graduated from ASU, one who's a junior in high school and a, a student athlete. And I feel that from the moment that, you know, you start to see all of the drugs and, and, and challenges of raising teens and boys. And what I've learned is that um, raising three boys is that none of us are immune to drug and alcohol misuse. Um, and instead of saying, not my kid, I wanted to do whatever was possible to try to alleviate any risks. Um, I've seen some some tragic stories. And so I was a member of the Tempe Coalition for over 13 years, just as a volunteer. Okay. Um, I've worked on several So it's been around a while. Oh, yeah. It's been around yeah. since, um, well, officially the Tempe Coalition in 2009. Okay. And so at that point... Um, I used to, I'd go to events and learn things and send my kids pictures and snapshots. And, you know, I think I drove them crazy with that over um, abundance of information. And I think that's the key is we need to be in the know and we need to be knowledgeable of what's out there. Um, I've seen many families destroyed by substance abuse. Now more than ever, we're in unprecedented crisis. Usually when you get involved or somebody gets involved, I, I know a lot of people get involved in uh, whether it's um, centers to help deal with, with addictions or recovery centers or detox centers. Uh, there's always something in the background of the people telling the stories of how, how you met and got involved in that. So go a little deeper with that. So – for me, um, you know, I definitely saw just growing up how drug addiction can destroy people's lives. Um, I think, you know, I grew up, I, it was, I didn't have a great easy childhood. Um, 
and I was on my own. You know, I always say at my my sophomore year in high school, you know, I was living with some friends and um, worked really hard and knew that I didn't want to go down a, a dark path. So I was one of those great stories. I, I you know, I worked hard. I got my degree. Um, later in life, I got my master's degree. Nice. But I think what really was, you know, seeing um, people lose their kids, and I've always said that probably one of the hardest things would be to see your kid, you know, addicted to drugs, and, and I've seen people lose their their children, and so... Um, and and they, their life as they know it, right? Right. Well, and and I think what's important for everyone to understand is that it does not discriminate, and I think that's where there's a stigma out there that, you know, not my kid, and... Um, and, and I think, you know, for all of us that have children, you always have that one that has more risky behaviors. <laughs> um, you know, I always say I had the one. And he, you know, I, I do have a funny story. I'll try to make it real quick. But No, we got time. But uh, he called me once. He does not like that I keep telling the story. But <laughs> I said, you got to own it because it happened, you know. But he re- called me when he was, you know, starting out at ASU and went on a party bus and uh, called me up and kind of is like, hey, uh, and I'm like, oh, no, you know, and he's like, can you come pick me up? And so he pinged me where he was. I went and picked him up amongst hordes of kids all over, and he was very intoxicated, and he said, you're going to be so proud of me, Mom. He's like, all the years that you told me never to take a pill – Everybody on the party bus was doing Molly, and I just drank the vodka. And so while that wouldn't seem to be a win, mm-hmm. I felt like, number one, he called me. Number two, he didn't take the pill. Yeah. And, you know, so, so again, you know, you can only educate them. And I think that, uh, you know, with it, where we are now, though, is very different because recreational drug use – is is no longer the doors wide open well but now you can die yeah it's yeah. different it's fentanyl is everywhere you know i i gained a, a lot of respect uh a week ago there was a press conference here in the valley by a police chief and in front of him was a, a newly compounded uh, fentanyl like 1.2 million pills and he said on the streets this is worth 9.2 million dollars. Oh, you already have that story. I do have that. So he, I was proud of him because he said this is death. This press conference is not about the money as much as it is about death. This will kill people and it's going to kill a lot of people. As it's, this, this pile right in front of me is going around the country. Well, and I feel very blessed to be in this role, um, you know, to that th- th- this position yeah. then opened up for me to be able to take something that I'm passionate about and um, and really work to to educate, to advocate, um, and, and provide outreach to families and and students in need. If we can if we can save one life, mm-hmm. or if we can make one parent who thinks that marijuana is okay because back in the day it was, you know, ten percent THC or twenty percent, and now with the oils it's ninety percent, and kids are having psychotic episodes. Yep. 
and um, it's terrifying. As yeah. a parent right now, you know, people say, "How do you do? You like your job?" And I said, "I wish I didn't have a job doing this work, but it's terrifying." And if we can make a difference, you know, I love what I do. Yeah. And and, and I'm around a lot of. I always say, you know, there's always people so much smarter than me in prevention. Um, but but my job as a coalition director is to really serve as a conduit with the schools, with the partners, um, with the experts that the clinicians, those that, that are there to provide treatment for families in need. So tell us how you're getting the message out. How do you do that? So I think, you know, really with facts, and, and I'd love to just share. Um, I know you've had sure. Stephanie Siete. She's a member of <laughs> our... Do you know... Uh, she she works for Crossroads, um, not Community Crossroads. Bridges. Community Bridges. Right. Uh, the series of, of documentaries that I was involved with in the 80s, uh, we always had a call center of 100 pe- people from that industry, and she was always she was on each one of those call centers. So so I'm really lucky to work yeah. with some some yeah. some really passionate, educated people in this in this field. Um, you know, I think the provisional data from the CDC National Drug for Health Statistics indicates that there were an, an estimated 100,306 drug overdose deaths in the U.S. during the 12-month period ending in April 2000, How 2021. Many? 100,306. Wow. And so this is a 28.5% increase from the 78,556 deaths during the same period the year before. Oh my gosh. This is a deadly epidemic killing many and impacting all. It's not a youth problem, but really it's a community problem. And so we work closely with um, other coalitions, um, the Substance Abuse Coalition Leaders of Arizona, SACLAS. Um, they provide a lot of support for us. We are grant funded at the Tempe Coalition. Uh, we have the State Opioid Response Grant, which if you've driven around the valley you'll see it's it's a it's a collaborative effort with the one pill can kill um a lot of the counterfeit pills which you know we have a member of our coalition right now um a a a husband and a wife um they lost their son two years ago um he was a a football star at chandler high school um great family and he he shares his story, and every time it just it's it's this could be any family. And their son took a pill, thought it was a, a pain pill, um, got addicted to them, took one. It was a counterfeit pill, and he died. Mm. And so, I think too, a lot of the people that have passed from these counterfeit pills, they didn't that that was not the intent. Mm. Um, we're losing 275 people a day to drug overdoses. Um, and again, it's often with those counterfeit pills where they didn't mean to die. And um, Is there, Are those the ones they call accidental overdoses? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And, and I, I spoke with a, a, a grandmother of a son who grew up in, in our community, and um, he was at a skate park. Somebody gave him a pill at a skate park. Wow. And he thought it was a pain pill. And I think, you know, one area that I absolutely want to touch on is nothing. Before you do that, 
Uh, I'm going to bring up to date. So I know we've had some uh, listeners probably come in a little late to the show. My guest is Bernadette Coggins, Program Director of Tempe Coalition to Reduce Underage Drinking and Drug Use. Uh, just a reminder. So go ahead. Well, I think, you know, parents often ask, how do I know? What do I look for? What are the trends? And what we do know is the vaping is is off the charts with, with the kids right now. It's it's frightening. And they're starting really young. Um, it's the it's the most popular. The, the concerns are that it can burn your lungs, impair breathing, toxic chemicals, the nicotine addiction. There's over 15,000 flavors. And what we talk about a lot when we're doing outreach is that this becomes the device. And that device then once a fifth, sixth, seventh grader is, is comfortable using that device for the nicotine, the flavored, then it's easier to cross over to the marijuana. Yeah. Um, you know, I just heard, I don't, I haven't confirmed it, but that uh, there was a, a youth who had a vape that was laced with fentanyl. Oh my gosh. And so, um, you know, I had a parent reach out to me oh. closer to when I got this job that they found their daughter was getting the cartridges and the vapes from Snapchat. So, you know, I, I just can't encourage parents enough. Be, be in the know of what your kids are doing. Yeah. Look at their social media. Look at their, um, you know, like we'll go on and post what the emojis mean. And the fact that Snapchat is a drug dealer. And, and people don't realize that that's really how a lot of these kids are getting the devices. Yeah. So are you isolated to just the, the Tempe area? Do you go around the state with this message or so we, do you have others you're working with? So we are a tri-district. So we're Kyrene, Tempe Union, um, and Tempe Elementary District are our three schools. Yeah. But it, and, and a lot of our students come from other areas. So, I, you know, I always say that we're really there to, to get the messaging. Yeah. To the students, but part of that substance abuse coalition leaders of Arizona, every you know, lots of the different cities have their own coalitions, and so we really do work as a is is a collaborative group to support each other, and um, so like Mesa may have their coalition or Chandler. Um, I know that you know there's there's coalitions. I think there's one in Mojave County. Yes. Yeah. And, and they're, they do amazing work. And, again, I think, you know, we all try to help each other because someone might be doing something really great in one school district area that we may want to replicate. Um, but, but the work just changes, and it, it doesn't stop. Hmm. It's frightening. Yeah. So um, bless you for all the work that you're doing. When I was reading your bio and, and some material about the coalition, Especially with you, uh, there was another word instead of the uh, the alcohol and drug issue um, was dyslexia. Oh yes, and yes. and so how did you get from that to this? Well, you know, because you were a champion in uh, passing legislation and so forth for dyslexia uh, understanding of. In schools, uh, not here, but nationally, right? So, how do you jump from that to into this? So, 
you know, having three boys and I had an eight-year gap and I always say it's same husband. We just have an eight-year gap with the third. And um, by third grade, you know, they kept telling me that we think he's ADD. We think he's this. We think, you know, all, all these other diagnoses. And I thought, he's not reading like my others did. And he didn't from when he was younger. And there just wasn't the supports there. So I had to figure it out on my own. And I think, you know, a lot of times it's real quick to just jump to diagnosing our our young kids with other ailments to get them on medications, which, again, that's a whole other topic that yeah. that I think, you know, sometimes can lead to the drug addictions sure. when yeah. you're putting your kids on medications so early without looking at what the, the root cause is. Right. So I'm a big root cause person. Yeah. Well, to that to that point. I hadn't heard until I heard it. When we were working on the um, the Hooked Tracking Heroin's Hold on Arizona uh, documentary, I learned from the head of DEA and, and our county attorney at that time that the same ingredient in oxycotin, the same ingredient that's in heroin. Mm-hmm. Right? Oh, yeah. It's, it's, yes. So when you're using it for pain and that happens, it's not good. Well, and I was just in one of our our opioid meetings, um, they were talking about how the pills are so cheap now. And that's the other terrifying component to this. So, you know, and again, I think when kids have learning disabilities or kids are struggling, that's when they'll turn to drugs. So it's it's really catching um, our kids as early as possible um, to get that that intervention or the prevention piece of it, which is the education. Well, it seems to me if a, if a child is dyslexic, I guess is that a, the right term? Dyslexic, dyslexic yeah. Dyslexic, and, um, and they don't know why. Nobody's teaching them differently. They get frustrated and more prone maybe to, to go this way into uh, alcohol or drugs even. Well, in the... The, the friends, the, the peer pressure... The, the statistics show that, um, and I wish I could remember specifically, but the percentages are very high if you were to go into the juvenile justice system mm-hmm. of the kids that are dyslexic mm. or, you know, that have reading disabilities. And it's really one in five. Um, so so there is that correlation. I think any time a, a, a student or a, a child is struggling, um, again, it comes to that root cause. And I think with... You know, where we are right now is, I will tell you, in the, the, the span of my 24 and 25-year-olds, boys, to my 16-year-old, it's a very different world out there with the marijuana. And I think with the legalization, um, what we've seen in our Arizona Youth Survey data that we get that, that really helps us drive some of our work and where we focus is that the perception of, of risk or harm with the marijuana that they see they see very little harm and as I was driving here I was talking to someone who runs a prevention or a treatment center and what we're seeing is kids that are the THC is so high that they're going into psychosis and having um, so many more issues that did not exist and it's something that we're just starting to scratch the surface as a state with the legalization. So I think, you know, while 
I always say it's not my job. My husband joked one day. He's like, well, you sure cleared the table when you started talking about what you do. <laughs> and I said, I, I didn't mean to. I'm, and, and I always preface that I'm here to talk about youth, youth prevention. Yeah. Um, the brain is not fully developed. You start putting in these chemicals. Yeah. Um, and there's going to be consequences. Yeah. And we just don't know what that all looks like. Um, you know, I think with the 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 vape pens um that the THC is is so high that it can cause hallucinations um what used to be 2 to 5% THC concentrations are now upwards to 70 to 90% levels in concentrates or oils yet the most potent of all is the crystalline which is THC or they call it diamonds with concentration levels of 99.9. Oh, my gosh. And our kids, when they're getting something, they don't know what it is. And they're using this through their vaping Yes, it's oil. Yeah, oils. so it's, it's okay. not like weed from the past. Right, right. And I, and I think yeah. that's where... And the scary one, you mentioned fentanyl. Oh, fentanyl. Well... I mean, talk about... It, it's... it's uh, Fentanyl is a deadly, and I'll just kind of tell you, yeah, I'll read it because right it's, yeah. it's better if I just read what I have here because yeah. um, fentanyl is a deadly opioid that by now most Americans are familiar with it. Again, my son didn't know what an opioid was. Mm. So when we talk about this, he's like, Mom, you just had us go to this presentation. None of my friends knew, use opioids because they don't know yeah. that this is what they're cutting things with. Um, it looks like a grain of salt. Um and basically what it is is what they're cutting now. So they're getting it China through the border. It's coming across. I mean, again, you so heard about the drug It's okay bust. to say the cartels. Yeah, yeah. And, and there's, a, there's a name on it. And this recent drug bust, they said it was enough to kill half of Arizona. My gosh. And um, nothing is vanilla. Fentanyl is now cut in meth, heroin, cocaine. And even marijuana. And, you know, there's there's a lot. When you start, if you Google, uh, there was a, a video out where a uh, law enforcement officer made a stop, opened the back trunk. There was fentanyl, and he OD'd, and thank goodness there was another. I've heard a couple of those stories around the country. Uh, there was an officer a few years ago in Ohio, I think it was, that he—, he he got back in his cruiser, he and his partner, and he took his gloves off, and he got some on his yep. uh, his shirt. Right. And he brushed it off. It got into through his hands, killed him. Right, right. And and it's that deadly. Yeah. And so, you know, if you can only imagine when they're cutting it that, and again, it's it's. Terry Mahan and, and Terry and Annette Mahan are the couple that lost their son, and they're very public about it. So sad. But he says it's like Breaking Bad. Mm -hmm. That's how they're making these pills. And um, he always, you know, whatever he can do, you know, as far as working with us to share his story. Um, and I think for, for the coalition, you know, some of the final points are we – we distribute Narcan. We want to reduce stigma. 
And and our goal is that, you know, if anyone's in the Tempe area or you want more information, please reach out to us because, you know, we can. Refer- we have a worldwide audience, by the way. Oh, well. Because we're on the web. <laughs> and I would also say Talk Now AZ, yeah. Yeah. Um, which is the larger um, group that we, we work with. Yeah. There's just so many resources out there. But really, I, I would always say um, know what's out there. Most important, talk to your kids. Be in the middle of their business. So give us a contact point. If if, if someone listening to this show uh, needs more information, where can, where can they go? Um, there's, a, there's a website, right? For... So we have the Tempe, TempeCoalition.org. Um, One more time. TempeCoalition.org. Okay. And they can reach out to us. We can help refer, uh, provide information on all the different substances. We also are a Narcan distributor. So if you feel that, you know, that's something that, that you need or we do have that available. Bernadette Coggins, thank you so much for being here today. You've enlightened uh, me and uh, so many people that you, you don't even know uh, for the, these, these causes. But uh, you are a rescuer, changing and saving lives. Thank you, Bernadette. Thank you so much, Art. God bless. You too. Rescuers, Thursdays at 5.30 Arizona time on Faith Talk 1360 KPXQ AM.